Today's reading is from Ephesians 2, verses 11 to 22. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, that done in the body by the hands of men. Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away, have been brought near through the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one, and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace, and in this one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near, for through him we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God, with God's people and members of God's household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Malcolm, for bringing us our reading this morning. Well, what new and wonderful things is God doing in your life at the moment? That might seem a really strange question to ask at the moment, and you would be forgiven in thinking, what planet is she on? Has she not noticed the grief, the sorrow, the frustration and the fear that is around us all at the moment? If you've seen any of my thoughts for the week, then you will know that yes, I have. I have experienced all those feelings and more. But still, I would like to ask you the question, what new and wonderful things is God doing in your life at the moment? In this passage this morning, Paul is speaking to the church in Ephesus that he founded. In fact, this letter may well have done the rounds to quite a few churches in the area. He's reminding them of where they were and where they are now through the sacrifice of Christ and the grace of God. And it doesn't do us any harm to remember this too. Where were we and where are we now? 
The old order is gone. No longer do they have to live by the laws of Moses. There is a new way. A new way through faith in Jesus Christ. There is no division among God's people, circumcised or uncircumcised, Jew or Gentile, slave or free, black or white. There is a new unity. A unity shown and demonstrated by the two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your might. And love your neighbour as yourself. Love is the new commandment. There are no boundaries. There are no restrictions. Go forth and tell. God was not bound to the temple or to the synagogue or to a church building. No physical temple is required. The Spirit of God lives within us. Maybe you can see the parallel to be drawn here before I tell you. Don't get me wrong. I love our church building. It is a special and sacred place and I can't wait for us all to gather together to worship there. But we don't need it. We are the church. We are the people of God. Maybe the buildings have become a barrier. We know how difficult some people find it to come into our church buildings. It's a strange place, full of unusual architecture, unfamiliar words and rituals and liturgy that can be really hard to understand. We know from our research that our communities are searching for meaning and have been for a while now. But they seem to be looking for it everywhere, but from the church. Is the Holy Spirit doing a new and powerful thing? And if so, we should be paying attention to this. It's been reported that over 10 times as many people are accessing our online services in the last few weeks than ever graced our pews. That's across the Church of England nationally. Are we paying attention to this? The church in Ephesus was discovering a new way of being church that all were welcome in the body of Christ. Are we too discovering the same? There are many more questions here than answers, but I sense we're being shown a new way of being, a new way of embracing and telling the good news that we've become perhaps too scared to share, a new platform to proclaim the gospel. And I don't believe for one moment that it's out with the old and in with the new. That's not what I'm saying at all. There is room for both. We need places to gather together. We need places to worship, to receive from the Lord's table and to have fellowship together. 
it's vital for our discipleship as we journey this way that we are together. But I can't contain my excitement as I see what God is doing in his creativity, giving us the opportunity to reach out and love and connect with so many who do not normally enter our church buildings. So, I ask you again, what new and wonderful ways is God doing new things in your life at the moment? Tess Truenard, uh, who is the head teacher of our, our church school in Wallace and Shamley Green, has been sending out some quite remarkable emails to all the parents and all the staff during this period of lockdown. They've been truly inspirational. Um, I've had the privilege of being able to read a few of them. They're really encouraging with messages of hope uh, and practical support for parents and staff alike. And I'm really delighted that she's agreed to share with us a short message. Hello, this is Tess. I've just been asked to give you a bit of an update about what's happening at Wanish and Shanley Green Primary School. And first of all, I'd just like to thank you for your prayers. I know many of you are praying for our school and we really appreciate it. It's been a hugely challenging time, but I think we've managed it well. And for the most part, we're, we're doing OK. Uh, one of the things that happened at the beginning was that a parent asked me that if I would give um, some spiritual input, uh, which was a bit of a daunting task. And uh, I decided to do a thought for the day. And I found that during the process, that seems to have been well received. And every time I think think to myself, I think that might be my last thought for the day, uh, somebody comes back and says how much they're appreciating it. And I feel kind of guilty. So So I say to God, well, you know, have you got something else for me to say? And invariably, at the last minute, something arrives. So that's the morning. And also in school, we've been doing regular worship times for the children and we've shared those materials as well. So hopefully parents, if they want to, can use those materials at home with their own children too. Um, I think that over the whole, the whole of this, I think people have had to work really hard to, to kind of change the way they work. And um, fortunately for us, we already use Google, Google Classroom and that's really come into its own. So the children uh, do most of their learning, um, which is set by the teachers, through Google Classroom. Uh, for those who can't manage that, we've uh, done some paper handouts of things as well. Then Wonder Wednesdays, um, we introduced this because parents were finding it quite hard at home. And we felt that children needed a break midweek just to kind of relax and also to be a bit more creative and follow their own ideas. It's working quite well. But... In the background, of course, we've got some families who are finding things very challenging and very difficult. And so we're trying to monitor those families and offer help where we can. Um, we've loaned out Chromebooks. Um, and in addition to the normal free school meal vouchers that are going out to all the family disadvantaged families, we're also providing um, uh, food boxes for them so that, uh, that that's, that's an additional help to them. And I have been quite humbled by the way... Um, parents really, really, really appreciate that gift. Uh, it's, uh, it's a great, it's a great way to help them, but it's amazing how much a small box can mean to somebody. And it's a great way of also keeping in touch with them. So we're extremely grateful for the donation that Wanish Parish Church has given to us to make that possible. And 
with your donation, we're going to be able to feed about 12 families till um, the summer uh, term. And we're going to keep an eye on that because I think a, a few new families might be needing that too. Uh, one of the other things we've done is we've done bereavement training for all the staff. And I think this is really important at the moment, sadly, but I, I want to be prepared in case uh, something happens. So that's where we're up to now. Things change every day and the government keep changing their minds about things and we just have to keep on top of all those changes that are going on. So thank you very much for your support and please do continue to pray for us.